It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience on All In! Question mark? Just kidding. Exclamation point. In this episode 151 <laughs> of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go! All right, update on Twitter. Dennis, how's the stocks? Or the bonds? Uh, the stocks actually jumped this morning. I'm kidding. This oh. is a recovery podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a how to recover your money podcast that your second wife stole from you. Unless you're a lady, in which case that damn husband of yours, right? <laughs> he uh, deserved it. Yeah. Take it all. No, how's everything, Dennis? Huh? Good. You're looking good. Yeah, things are good. This week has been good, I guess. Um, busy working on NFT projects. Uh took the day off and played minecraft for like the first time in like two weeks or three weeks or so which is crazy um so like i think last week right i mentioned how i stopped taking my medicine and i was feeling pretty good and then like that evening or that afternoon after that podcast i was watching like woodstock 99 and almost had a panic attack so i had to stop doing that and take a nap but then i was fine um, it was just, I, I didn't have a panic attack. I just started feeling anxious and got a little scared. So then I just adjusted what I was doing. But then I think the next day or the day after that, I hung out with James for a while. We went to Disney Springs and watched Bullet Train, which is an amazing movie. And then walked around Disney Springs and went into the shops. It was crowded and everything, and I was fine. I didn't have any anxiety. It was a good day. So every day has been pretty good. So, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, <coughs> I still got a little bit of a cough. But uh, I was going to say, oh, this morning I went to the meeting, and before the meeting, Richard came. our friend Richard came up to us, and he was like, man, that last podcast was horrible, like so freaking bad. And I'm like, seriously? I was like, which one was it? And I was like, was it Secrets or was it the one where I wasn't there? And he's like, oh, no, it's the one you weren't there. And I was like, ah, OK. And I thought that was funny. And he's like, you know, I'm just giving some constructive criticism and it's, it's good for you. I was like, yeah, no, I'm cool. You can say it sucked. That's fine. Um, other than that. I don't know. Everything's been good. Next. Sweet. Thanks, Dennis. I think it's funny because we actually made reference last week in the Secrets episode that I was getting people saying that they didn't want to listen to it. And that's why it has the least listens. Yeah. We should test this out, James. We should do one and just title it, Where's James? And then people will think that you're not there and see if it gets the most listens or not and then you'll be like wow apparently people think that i'm the weakest link and we'll do it but you will be on it 
but we'll just title it that. So they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, must be taking a good old siesta over here. You know? How's everything, James? I like that shirt, by the way. I told you last time, there's what, little eagles? Eagles in there? Little birds. Little eagles. I've got a little eagle shirt on. My kids call it a Halloween shirt because it's black with little orange birds. And um, I, I like it as well. Thank you. Um, I took Dennis to Disney Springs, and he was shaking like a leaf the I, whole time. I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all right. It was good. I've seen a lot of movies lately. I saw, I saw Elvis with my wife. Oh, she she cried for Elvis. Mm. She was she was in tears, and she's like, he could have got help. He had that moment, and he he didn't he didn't do it. And did you want to say something? I did want to say something. I heard that there is because it was two and a half hours long. There is a what's his name, Boz Lerman, the director. Yeah. He has a over four hour long cut, and there's a bunch of scenes that weren't in it that I think is going to be released similar to the Snyder cut of uh, Batman, kind of, not the same thing. Four hours, yeah. But they wouldn't let him release it. Whatever movie studio was, (laughs) four hours is not going to be good. Two and a half is top. No movie theater is going to allow you to release a four-hour cut. (laughs) Yeah, it cuts into their money-making schemes. But it was a good movie. I liked it. I liked Bullet Train, too. That was fun. Um... Mike showed up to there's a, a new morning men's meeting that is at 8 a.m. right here in celebration and um, it's kind of like one of those I told my sponsor about it it's like what is this a uh, resentment in a coffee pot meeting why is it at the same time as my morning meeting I was like I don't know I, don't know. I guess just um, variety you know it's it's all right we had the zoom meeting too and I was going to zoom meetings in the morning meeting so I think I might commit to once a week maybe they're trying to do it three times a week I'm, I don't think I'm a, I love my morning meetings I love celebrate the morning and I, I'm going to keep going to that the majority of the time and um, Mike said no one puts you didn't say this but what I got from it was no one puts chains on me I'll decide where I go that morning unless I make a commitment and I said I'll commit you boy uh, I didn't really say that um, my 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 15-year-old wants to homeschool. And um, my first thought was, no, you don't. You want to play video games all day. My second thought was, who the heck is going to be your teacher? Your mom? <laughs> and, you know, she's wonderful, but she's no teacher. She can't even get him to brush his teeth. So a lot of thoughts were going on in my head. And, uh, oh. My bus is here. They're taking me back to the mental institution. I got to go, guys. It's a beer truck. It's a beer truck. Even better. Just kidding. Um, And so all those thoughts went through my head, but I haven't talked to my son yet. I called and he didn't answer. Um, But I think I'm going to, you know, just entertain the idea, ask him questions and be like, oh, let's let's make a plan and see if it's something you can work with. And I kind of want to get him to the conclusion that, yeah, maybe that's not such a good idea. I don't know where he got it from. Other question, like, where did you get this idea from? So, anyways, what's going on with you, Mike? Mike, motorbike? Hey, I'm over, over here. Okay, thanks. Um, yeah, it was a good meeting. Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> there are so many that I, 
I there was only one time that I went to a meeting and I picked up some resentment going to the meeting. It was a new meeting. This was when I was maybe a year sober, give or take. In Burlington, in Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> so, so when I was there, I was told, "Oh yeah, it's this really good good time." Blah, blah, blah. And the guy, it's similar to. So it would have been like James if you said, oh, yeah, go to this men's meeting. Yeah, I'll be there. And then you bailed. And it was just me and a guy who was – his name was Joe. He was in his mid-80s. He was like a, some sort of war vet. So I, I want to joke around and say it was a World War II vet. But that actually could have been true because he was quite old, you know. So – he uh it was just an awful meeting and i picked up resentment because i'm like why would this exist like this never should have been like this but um i think it, it has since ended but i just thought it was uh thought it was funny that there are so many meetings that will pop up and i think that's fine it's similar to television shows right so there's shows and they get a pilot and they get two episodes and it's totally fine to pull the plug and be like, all right, this isn't going to work. For instance, in the news, everybody's up in arms because there was supposed to be a bad girl movie with uh, Michael Keaton was actually going to be in it. That's the guy that played the Batman in the uh, first two Tim Burton Batman movies in the early 90s. They filmed it all, spent $90 million or more. And they did some test showings and realized that they had to make so much work and do so much to it that they canceled it. Nobody understands why. Well, because you can get a tax break. And they can actually get a tax break if they do that. Dennis, bring this into recovery if you can. Well, they they didn't explain either that they did the test screenings and stuff. All they did was announce that it was cancer with no explanations. And then the directors came out and was like, we already finished filming. We don't know why they're not releasing it. And then that gets the people riled up, which I didn't, you know, I understand that as a director, like you want your film to be shown because that's going to lead to your next job. Yeah. So bringing it into recovery, I know for a fact, if I do something, don't, don't drink if your movie gets canceled. If I, yes. Well, that, that also is the thing. But if I start something <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be working, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as, and I'm not saying that this won't be successful, but just start, if you want to start something, start it. If it, it works, cool. If it doesn't, walk away and know that. So I, I don't really care. Resentment Coffee Pot, I hadn't heard that exact thing, but it does make sense to where, hey, as long as you're going to a meeting and doing it, you're doing something in sobriety that's helping out somebody else and that's service. So I think that's uh, that's really good. So the uh, takeaway from that is look at us now, huh? Look at us now. And, and in my personal life, I had a doctor appointment for my four-year-old daughter, Olivia, and I was very honest with she's struggling in certain areas and they gave me four referrals. So I set up appointments. It's an unfortunate thing that um, I am the only in my daughter's life. I know that I am going to have to be her proxy. I'm going to have to be the one actually taking her to this stuff because um, her mother said she doesn't think she has any issues and that she's fine. So I'm just going to put my efforts into that and make sure that that's number one thing. I'll be honest that it kind of sucks 
you know, it kind of sucks having to do it alone in that respect. But, um, you know, I have a support system of uh, you guys and everybody that's uh, that's listening, you gals as well that are listening um, to kind of get through without a drink or a drug. So that's kind of cool that I get to do that. So that process is starting. Yay. Uh, so going going all in, which is something that uh, James brought up. And I don't know. I guess we can take it a bunch of different. Ray brought it up. Okay. So, so Dennis, I'll have you, you start first. So what would you say uh, when you went all in and decided that this was going to work? How'd it go? Well... You see, I had two queens in my hand, and it was set up with a queen on the river, so it was like three queens, like, you know, I could I could get it, and uh, unfortunately, there was a king on the river too, and someone had pocket kings, but I didn't know that, and I went all in, and... I lost it all. Now I own the bank, $150,000. My house is being foreclosed on. And my wife took the car. So I got the cat, though. I can't afford to feed it, but I have it. So so if you're questioning how much James and I love Dennis, we just... (laughs) (laughs) It's not that we don't love you listening. We just let him go on for about a minute and a half. And James goes, how long is this going to go? And it went way longer than I thought it was going to go. I want to just... It doesn't matter how much you bet. How much have you supported Trump this year? He's put in $20,000 to his campaign. For the next election, and I'm disappointed in Dennis. I'm all right. Okay, all right, hold on. Let's move right. on. I have a resentment now. <laughs> I'm going to go start a new podcast. Um, no, I was going to let. I was going to go on as long as y'all like until y'all stopped me. Was, y'all didn't. Sto- y'all weren't stopping me. I just stopped. And don't bring up politics. I'm going to get mad at you, it's James. Not real politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. I don't know. I think like coming into recovery. You know, as you know, listen to episode two to hear my story. I was, I have to do my plug. Listen to episode two. Um, I was so, like, in a bad condition and, like, basically had no hope. So when I came into the meeting and I saw that there were people that knew something I didn't know about, that I didn't know about what I was going through, and they basically said uh we've been where you are and we know how to get out so at that point that's when i decided to go all in you know i i knew that i didn't know what i was doing and i didn't know how to get better and these people did so i decided to do what they did um and it worked out like early on i i went for like you know, a few years I went to every meeting like six days a week. Uh, most days, multiple meetings. I think I was going like 11 to 13 meetings a week consistently for like years. And, you know, I did the steps, did all the things my sponsor told me to, you know, not without like saying no first, but I did it eventually. Um, and I think I really needed that. I think, especially early on, if I didn't 
focus on the recovery and focus on you know becoming the person I was I'm meant to be and like making the changes that I needed to make to become a better person then I wouldn't have done it you know I just I simply wouldn't have done it you know it's like I had to like change who I was and how I lived my life and if I only changed who I was or changed the way I lived one day a week or something like that or like one day a month then there's no real change that's just like cosplaying for a day you know I had to go all in what about you James me I'm next oh boy I like the poker farcy is that a farcy 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 is a language okay and uh (laughs) Mike's shaking his head it's no language I've heard of (laughs) so uh when I thanks Dr. Ray for the he was like we need a topic he's like all in (laughs) he just yelled it and he was on a ladder too he was on the the eighth step I was like how did he get up there so quick anyways um when I think of all in I think of um you know the past five years I uh once I decided to come back to AA I was um I felt all in, you know, like I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to go and do um, what my sponsor says. I'm going to go to meetings every day. I'm going to go to meetings twice a day if I have to. Uh, meetings are definitely a, a great part of being all in. Doing the steps, um, doing the steps with all my heart, not leaving anything out and, and, and working on those living amends. That's part of all in I know today, like living amends with my ex living amends with my children what am I going to do to you know be a positive influence on their life today uh, be a good father um, all in means being a good employer showing up on time sh- not calling out of work you know going above and beyond and finding solutions to problems at work instead of complaining about them those are all ways that I can be proactive and productive in my life Um, all in today looks like asking my sponsor I've got five years now what's a new good book I can read to help me grow spiritually uh, mentally Um, all in today means um, starting a new workout routine that I started this morning and it's cool because I started with uh, an ex-special forces who's also in the fellowship you guys might know him by the name of Joey. I asked him if he could uh, work out with me. He said yes, like immediately. He's like, all right, be up at 6 a.m. We're going to go three times a week. I was like, we're really doing this. Wait. Oh, he's got <laughs> – hold on. Did you really do start that? Like, I started this morning, yeah. Oh, good. I'm yeah. proud of you. Thank oh. you, yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where I was with him and we were, we were just talking – I was like, yeah, I got to start working out. He's like, I go five times a week. I was like, oh, would you, are you, do you go with anyone? He said, no. I was like, do you want some? Yeah. He's like, so I was like, all right. So, so being um, uh, mentally awake, physically strong, morally straight, those are all uh, ways that I can be all in today. And um, being available for the newcomer. And um, that means showing up in meetings. So, the newcomer can hear my my share and maybe identify with something I'm saying. So they might have the courage to come up to me and ask me to be their sponsor. Um, you know, those are some of the ways I am all in today. 
And uh, frankly, when I'm doing all those things, uh, drinks and drugs on my mind are very, very, very far away. And that's being a bartender. Like, as a bartender, I am just making drinks, and I might as well be making Kool-Aid for the kids. It doesn't matter to me, you know. It's, I'm like a little scientist making the concoction. Sometimes it blows up, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm not getting drunk doing it. And that's all I got. Thanks, James. It's pretty sweet. I think it's, it's pretty easy to follow the steps as for me uh, like absolutes in that I need to make sure that they are a priority to um, be the best version of me that I can be and going all in. I never had a problem. <clears throat> so this the meeting that uh, James and I went to earlier, um, I was going to, you, you ever like think about what you're going to share and then other people share and then it comes back to you and then you're like, the whole point about what I was going to say now doesn't make sense, so I'm just not going to say that said thing. The, the so, whole time I was there, I was like, where's Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> so I was at the other meeting with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dennis. You 13 stepping over here? Is that what <laughs> I didn't talk to any of them. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> he, he was just creepily eyeballing him. Oh yeah, God. that's not going all in, Dennis. <laughs> this is a joke. I'm not that guy. No one listening would like think you were. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You do the, do the old thing where you take the glasses down so you can see. Okay, hold on, guys. Let's take this back. So, so. So going, uh, all, so the thing at the meeting that I was going to say is that when I came into the program, um, I was the type of person that was a rule follower. I, growing up, I was a rule follower. Then I was a rule bender, but I was always the best. If there was one thing through it all that I was great at, and I think most kids are, but usually when you're adults, you, you grow up and, and you don't do it as much. I was a professional rationalizer. I could rationalize that what I was doing was not bending, breaking a rule. It was actually following it. Um, so something that was said to me early on was to call my sponsor every day, to go to a meeting every day. And those two things was what was required of me. Now, it wasn't saying that my sponsor said, I'm going to fire you and not going to, you know, work with you on trying to get a great life together. He didn't say that. I just was in a lot of fear that the way that I was running my life before was not the way I should. It legitimately felt like I was in a cloud and that there was a haze in between me and everybody else and I was in a bubble and isolated myself from the people that were having fun so I could be around other people having a really good time. Meaning they were having a really good time and it was preventing me that uh, the lies and like the secret, um, you know, wherever I could get my drink, I'd go in the garage and like down an entire beer just so that way I'd be like, and then like come out like there was nothing nothing to see here folks so i knew if i did that with the program that it was going to uh hurt me so i immediately said okay those two things you say i have to do i'm gonna do 
And I went through the steps and picked – he said, like, after the first year, I didn't have to call him every day. And I still was up until, like, 14 months, like, in, in sobriety. And he's like, you know, you don't have to call me, like, every day. Because I was – he wouldn't pick up the phone every day. He would pick up the phone maybe once a week, if that. But he said, just leave me a voicemail. I might, I might not even listen to it. Just leave me a voicemail for a minute. And so I would. And as soon as it would hit 60 seconds – I'd be like, all right, that's it. Have a going. Like, I knew that I had to do that. The days of bending a rule and rationalizing had to be over if I was going to have what are illustrated and made so clear with the promises. And anytime there's a gratitude meeting, I look at that as a promises meeting. You know, it's like, oh, a gratitude meeting. It's really, it's people saying that these promises that are there not only do they come true but also like it goes a, a lot further you know if you if you think about it, and if you give god all uh the credit for the stuff that's happening but for me to feel that way about god i have to go all in i can't just say huh you know t- like if today's a bad day i have to know that tomorrow there's potential for it to be better there's not I don't hit my have my head hit my pillow and go, oh, tomorrow's going to be terrible. Because that's not true. Tomorrow's going to be another day. That's the truth. And if I don't, if I wake up and I go, tomorrow's going to be a terrible day without knowing anything that's going to happen in it, just projecting that it's going to be, then that's not going all in. That's not actually giving uh, God all the credit. So all in to me, the common thread is with God that if I want to be, what is it, joyous, happy, free, something like that, like I need to make sure, happy, joyous, free, yeah, different order. Um, I have to make sure that that I do that and that I say like, hey, thanks, God, you know, and appreciate what I have. So that's that. We still got about uh, five more minutes to, to hit on. What do you think? I, I, you know, after listening to you share, Mike, I was like, man, I didn't talk about God at all. And that's like so much a part of who I am and what I do today to be all in like you know as I wake up in the morning I pray throughout the day I pray so I love that we can go around in a circle and I I probably talked about stuff that some people needed to hear and then you said some stuff and by when you shared like I was like oh yeah how can I not give God all the credit and um, frankly if if God is not part of my life and he's not front and center on a daily basis. I start to to wither in the sun. And that's multiple different ways because I hate the heat. I, um, I, I have this little pamphlet called The Golden Key. And, of course, instead of reading the whole pamphlet, I just like, well, what is The Golden Key? And I just flip to it until I found it. And The Golden Key is this. Anytime you're troubled or feeling something that you don't like or you're thinking about something you don't like just shift your focus to god that's it and I, i've been doing it for the past three days and it's been amazing like i'll be like at work and I'm like ah oh, the customer is really annoying me and i was like oh yeah the golden key hi god how you doing and that's it and then i i i started thinking about other things it's like a tool to just cut through the crap and stop thinking about it because you eventually you stop thinking about stuff, but this like gets rid of it like instantly, and you go right to God. So it's it's a really cool tool tool to have. So I wanted to share that. It's the golden key, and the book's golden.
I'm all in on God because God is all in on me. How cheesy is that? Yeah, I think it's pretty terrible. Give me, give me that back. Give me the microphone back. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Well, thanks, guys. It's always a good time. And I think probably the reason why I spoke about God is because you talked about all the other crap, James. Usually you talk about God, and I'm like, well, somebody asked you. I like how y'all are complimenting on how great y'all shares was, and no one's mentioning me. And they're like, James, you did a great job. Whoa. Mike, you covered God. Dennis, shut up. <laughs> So, thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> he wanted he wanted me to go back and, and talk about him. That's not happening. We'll be back. We'll be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode one fifty two. We're the defective characters. Entirely right. I have all these character defects removed. Remember, go go then. Go say, Dennis. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. And know when to go all in. That's nice. That's Kenny Rogers. Does he? He makes chicken. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, he's a chicken he's cooker. The ch- he's the chicken guy. That's all you need to know. He's also dead. Rest in peace. <laughs>